No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. New, the featured podcast of the New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. I'm your host, Rob Harper, and with me today is my guest, Michael Loftus. Michael is a writer, comedian, and producer who began his career as a founding member of the Midwest comedy tool, Die in Comedy Troupe. Michael was a writer and producer for the Charlie Sheen show, Anger Management. He was also a writer on the ABC George Lopez's show. Michael, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm pretty excited to be here. So I understand that you and most of the other guys are going on a tour and you're doing putting, taking your act on the road. Yeah, we uh, we decided to do this a few months ago. I'm definitely doubling down on it. Uh, after a, a recent event that happened to me in Hollywood, uh, I well, I won't get <laughs> I'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, taking our message to the people. It's myself, uh, my buddy Reno Collier, who was on oh, the blue. Oh. Co- yeah, talked to Reno, Reno yesterday. He's a good dude. He's a funny dude. He was on that Blue Collar Comedy Tour. My buddy Brian Hayner, an insanely uh, talented comedian and guitarist who have – he's one of the most in-demand session musicians in Los Angeles. Uh, He's a guitar player. You know that song Car Wash? Yes. He plays the guitar on that. You have we you, you have probably jammed out to Brian Hayner's work already, and you didn't even know it. So yeah, we're going on the road, man. We are doing our pro-conservative, pro-Trump, pro-America. We're making America funny again. Well, that's interesting because do you identify as being conservative, moderate, or liberal? Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with conservative, old no, school conservative, old school, old school conservative. No, that's interesting because. Right now, in today's environment, most of the comedians that we hear, they're poking fun of conservatives. So what is your shtick? What are you guys going to be doing on your tour? Are you going to also make fun of us? Oh, no, we're making fun of the left. No one one is roasting the left. Here's Here's what happened. Television, the media, our culture leans so far to the left, it's it's out of control now. If you look at late night television, right. uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, Samantha Bee, Bill Maher, there is, there's literally about 11 late night shows that all they do is make fun of conservatives, make fun of the right, make fun of Republicans. So I was pitching a show, a talk show that was like very middle of the road, would make uh, – listen, I'm going to make fun of an idiot – Whichever side of the aisle they're on, you do something stupid, I'm going to call you out. I'm talking to you, Paul Ryan. <laughs> so I was pitching the show, uh, and it was warmly received. A bunch of a, a bunch of networks, big cable outlets, streaming services said, "This is a great show. This okay. is extremely entertaining. This would be a huge hit. We'd make a pile of money. We're not going to buy it because we cannot afford to look sympathetic to the right." They yes, they don't care about the money. They don't care about the money. They care about not looking sympathetic 
to conservatives. And it, it, it when and when that happened, and when that happened, I'm like, I'm gonna go on the road. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take my comedy and take it to the people in comedy clubs and across America. And it's been amazing. It's been right. so no, well received. No, that's that's interesting because I mean, from just from looking at your bio, you are an accomplished comedian, accomplished writer, producer. Yeah. Why would you want to do that? Do are you in fear of a backlash that they might just like blacklist you? Why well, would you go on the road and here, make fun of the left? The left. <laughs> Because so, someone someone has to do it. I have so many. Uh, I am fortunate. I've I've written on. I was just writing on a show for Kevin James, and before that, Charlie Sheen. Before that, right. George Lowe. Blah 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 blah. So I've made a lot of friends in Hollywood, and I know a lot of them are, are liberal. You know, and they they probably really hate the president. However, when I'm writing on a, a TV show, I, I leave my politics at the door. Right? I, I don't want to. It's not a political forum, so it, it might like ruin my career you know quote unquote okay. however i i can't be i can't be a coward i can't be a hypocrite and right. i know i know so many comedians who lean to the right mm -hmm. uh, there's so many conservative movie stars tv stars and they're just terrified that if they come out their careers will be so someone has to start someone right. has to start there has to be some kind of uh, ground zero of yes, I'm just making jokes. I'm making the same kind of jokes that you guys tell about us. And look, the sky isn't falling. The earth keeps on spinning. Right. I mean, it's like, come on, you can make fun of us, the conservatives, all day long. And the moment you venture off and start to say anything about a liberal, it's you're racist, you're homophobic, uh, you are a Zionist, or you don't like us. I'm like, what is this? I mean, what's happened? In America, not just to politics, but just regular people, how did we become so politically correct that well, we can't make fun of each other? I mean, that's uh, what comedy is about. Right, but like identity politics has hurt that a lot. And when, when you have, and this really goes back to like Ronald Reagan, you know, and when you go back to before the Fox News Network, the, the easy way to get uh, to silence your Republican opponent was to call him a racist. Okay, yeah. you're a ra you're a racist. You're like Hitler. You're a fascist. And they came at Reagan like that over the top. If you go back and look what they were saying about Ronald Reagan, it, yeah. it's amazing he did as well as he did because there was no port in the storm for that guy. So uh, now you have more news outlets. You have more cable and and everywhere. So they they've just doubled up the attacks uh, that. Uh, they're doing they're doing the same thing to Trump, but now they're doing it ten times as worse. Exactly, and when like you said, when you go back and look at the, the Ronald Reagan years, and not just Ronald Reagan, but every Republican since then, whenever oh Reagan, yeah, it's a racist. It's, I mean, that's like the 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 cry wolf word racist. He's a racist. He's a racist, and everyone starts to believe it, although it's not true. So, like you said, you're taking your show on the road, and you're saying, hey, you know, <laughs> but see. So, but to your average person who doesn't follow politics, you know, they they've worked hard all day. They come home, they're relaxing, and and they're they're going to watch Stephen Colbert, right? right? And then Stephen Colbert says, "Hey, the president is worse than Hitler. The president is a racist." And you go, "Huh? I guess that that must be true, 
where someone would push back on it. And when there's no one, when there's no one pushing back on it, then they go, oh, okay, this, it must be a fact. And that's that's the the truly frightening thing about this. Exactly. No one at all is pushing back. I mean, these guys are getting away with labeling. And that's one of the things I like about Donald Trump is that he fights back. He stands up. I mean, imagine if George Bush were in Trump's shoes. He wouldn't say anything. It's like, okay, I'm going to let them believe it. So what? But you can't do it. You got to push back. So I'm glad we've got comedians like you who are out there. Now, one of the things that I noticed about you, I was looking online, you know, doing a little research myself on Memorial Day. You did a YouTube video that I thought was just fantastic. And it was about Andrew Jackson. Could you talk about that? Oh, yeah, that was uh, this is I, I think Andrew Jackson was a phenomenal president. I, yeah. like, I, I really do. And it, it's it's very funny. But like the War of 1812, the Battle of New Orleans, to me, and, and, the, and the War of 1812, that's where you get the Star Spangled Banner and all that stuff. It, 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 but no one talks about this war. This right. this it was a horrible attack on D.C. The British burned it to the ground. It was just and, and it should be a movie. It should be a movie about Andrew Jackson going down with a ragtag band of misfits and defending <laughs> uh, New Orleans against an overwhelming force. And everybody's there. He had uh, freed black dudes uh, that were helping him out that volunteered that volunteered. Right. Yep. He had uh, pirates coming out of the swamp to help him. Because they had cannons and gunpowder, uh, it's just an amazing story, and and, and uh, I'm a bit of a history buff. I'm a bit of a history, and that's also why I'm I'm a conservative because right. I I'm a bit of a history buff. So 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 how did it, how did you come up with the idea to do something about Andrew Jackson that was so timely? I mean, I heard that Donald Trump loves Andrew Jackson, and of course the left doesn't like that, you know, because they want to say oh, he was a racist, also, you know. You know, he was a racist, so no wonder he likes Andrew Jackson. <laughs> well, hey, in full disclosure, I did that Andrew Jackson thing a while ago. Okay. And I just, I did kind of a reissue for Memorial Day. Okay. Well, like I said, it was really timely because a lot of people don't know about him. Yeah. They know it's, well, he's president, but that's it. That's all they know. It's amazing how the uh, the left has so successfully done this. They'll take one aspect of a person's life and go, see, they did that one bad thing. We should rip down the statues and take them all down and, and not accounting uh, for all the good things that that person did. I, I, I can find the balance. No one is 100% pure good. Uh, I think maybe one person was, and, and that would be Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> but beyond that, we're all we're all deeply flawed. But I can, like, listen, I can I can handle. Yeah. George Washington was a flawed man. However, right. he helped win the Revolutionary War. So that's gonna I'm gonna put him in, in the winner category. Same right. thing with Thomas Jefferson. Hey, right. yes, he was a slave owner, but I'd like to thank him for the Declaration of Independence and and saving Western civilization. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Well, like you said, I mean, there's no perfect person except for one. I mean, even now, I mean the liberals have gone so far as to, like you said, wanting to take down all these statues of all the icons. And I I'd always said, you know, you gotta be careful, it's a slippery slope. Now word is coming out that Martin Luther King, he wasn't the guy that we thought he was. So now do we go and remove all the streets that are named after Dr. Martin Luther King? Or do we thank him for the silver rice for what he did? I mean, it's like we're, we're trying to put these people up on a pedestal. And then when we don't like them, tear them down, tear some down, leave some up. It's like, folks, wake up. Look at what's happening. Look around you. See, and that's and that's part of the hypocrisy that I just I cannot 
I, I just cannot dig it what the left is doing. It, the rules only applies to people they don't like. So, the, the, you know, the oh, Dr. King, yeah, he did this stuff. They got him on tape doing X, Y, and Z, but hey, he's a good guy. Yeah. So for them, it makes perfect sense. And when you say the same thing in defense of, uh, you know, Andrew Jackson, well, still, you're a villain. Still, you're a villain. I mean, who's who's the latest one? Uh, uh, Kate Smith, the, the, the singer, who single-handedly raised $600 million to fight Hitler in World War II. She did one song in a Broadway show that was a failure of a show, but because she sang one song, uh, that's it. Tear down the statues to her. And it's like, jeez, man, it's it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Somebody's got to push back. Somebody's got to start hitting back. Well, great. And like I said, I'm glad that you guys have the courage to go out there, take your show on the road, and say, hey, this is who we are, because there's so much material. When I was speaking with uh, Reno, and he was saying how much material that's just left out there on the table that people are afraid to pick up. You know, no one wants to make fun of Nancy Pelosi, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden. There's a lot of stuff you can say about those guys, and you can say it, we can laugh about it, and still move on. But they don't want that to happen. In the meantime, they can talk about Donald Trump, slander Donald Trump, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I mean, the things that they were saying about her. Melania Trump, our first lady. I can't believe the way the media is just like almost forgotten all about her, not including her on anything. Now, the moment she makes a mistake the way they define a mistake, they're all on it. But other than that, complete crickets. Like, yeah. we, don't hear, we don't want anything about her. I'm like, you know, come on, folks. What is this? I mean, can't we laugh at ourselves? Well, that's and that's that's part of the problem. They, they certainly don't want anyone to shine a, a spotlight on their hypocrisy. It's like Melania Trump. They're, they're like uh, she's not been on the cover of Vogue magazine. And then the woman who runs Vogue said, well, the reason we haven't had her on, she hasn't done anything for fashion. You're like, literally, she's literally a model. She's literally a model. Hasn't done anything for fashion. That's hilarious. <laughs> It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's like, come on. So let me ask you this. I put this question to Reno also. Uh, today's political environment. Uh, I remember reading somewhere where uh, Jerry Seinfeld said that he can't even go on college campuses and tell jokes because it's so, the, the students there are so offended by everything. Right. Have you experienced that? Oh, I, I experienced oh, what's your it. On it. I experienced it years before Seinfeld did. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerry. You know, he's a big name. He's a big act. He goes to a college campus. He's going to do the big theater. Uh, I moved out to Los Angeles in 2000. Started doing college gigs around 2002. Right. In 2002, and it was an unhealthy environment. It was an unhealthy environment because, and this is just my opinion. Uh, you'll you'll have some small segment of of the crowd, you know, one person, two people, but usually, and they're not even usually a member of, uh, the, the group that was, uh, the joke was about, they just want to prove how smart they were. Ooh, I'm offended. I'm offended because I'm smart. There was, in my case, uh, I was working at, I was doing a show at some university and there was a German lady, a, a woman of German descent, uh, running the lunch the, the lunch room. And one of the things is not only did you get paid, you got a free lunch, but you had to give this lady a ticket. And, and she had this huge German accent. She's like, ticket, please. I need the ticket for the lunch. And I'm like, wow. So who's the Nazi lunch lady? Like, huge laugh, huge laugh. 
Right. And then some kid came up to me after the show and he goes, I think that was kind of offensive what you said, because not every German is a Nazi. And oh. I'm like, are you German? No. So <laughs> why are you offended? And never did I say that every German is a Nazi. It was a joke, kid. And that was uh, uh, he wrote a strongly worded letter uh, to the college. The college wanted me to write a letter of apology. And so I just never I just never went back to colleges after that. Because and they've they've scientifically proven this through studies and 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 polls that it's a small small group of people, social justice warriors, who are claiming to be offended, and they're they're not even it's 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 white middle class loser dudes yeah. who are the ones that they're just they're just they're going to be offended for everybody. They'll be offended for the Lithuanians. They'll be offended for the Haitians, and uh, and if we if we kowtow to them, uh, then we're done. We're done. Exactly. I mean, there are so many ways a person can say, I'm offended by what you said, the way you look. You're looking at me the wrong way. And it's like, this is America. And you would think that of all places, colleges and universities, they're supposed to respect free speech. They're supposed to promote it. But yeah, they don't. It's like complete shutdown. When you hear about conservative speakers that are going to speak on these college campuses and how these students get together and just shut it down completely. And you wonder, it's like, well, what are you guys learning? What are you thinking? If you can't really exchange ideas and have civil conversations, I mean, I might not like what you're saying, but I will fight tooth and nail, unfortunately, for you to say it because it's freedom of speech. And I would think you would want the same of me. But they don't want it. It's like, shut it down. We don't want to hear it. Right. Because because it's hate speech. <clears throat> and this is what this is what the left and it's it, it, it's a monster that's now out of control because <laughs> it goes back to it, it goes back to what we were saying about Ronald Reagan and Trump. And like so uh, they call Ronald Reagan all these names. He's Hitler. He's racist. They call Trump these names. He's Hitler. He's racist. And now uh, they have justified like physically attacking people who are. Uh, racist, like it, they, like, is it okay to punch a Nazi? Sure, it's okay to punch a Nazi. So now right. they've like, it's the the mainstream media is justifying the silence of speech. They're justifying the physical attacks of of Trump supporters, and and that is they they've become the very thing they they supposedly hate. It's like we hate fascists. Let's go beat up fascists, and you get a big Antifa mob, uh, hell bent on violence. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, that. No. It's not good. Our exactly. democracy, our republic depends on everyone being well informed. And if you're not getting both sides of an issue, you're not going to be well informed and it'll be the end of us. Exactly. Now, tell me a little bit about the uh, the Loftist Party, Michael. OK, uh, and this is too funny because this is this is the new right network. The Loftist Party is a website that I started a couple years ago because I didn't fit in. Like okay. I, I feel I I felt like there was a bunch of like political misfits out there. Okay. Like I, I honestly I honestly don't care what other people do in their bedroom. I honestly like don't care about people's like private lives. I want smaller government, but right. I also want to have a good time. I, I know myself and my Republican friends, my conservative friends, my libertarian friends, we are living the best lives. We are having such a great time and whenever and whenever the left describes a uh, conservative it's always this like this real stick in the mud yep. you know oh i'm just a big banker man so i just wanted to create a website that's got it's got comedy it's got fun it's got a great lifestyle thing we're talking 
you know, video games, and it's just an an open forum, and anyone can post there. It's it's right. almost got like a bit of a of a Facebook quality where you sign up, we okay you, and if like, hey, if you find a new piece of music that you dig, put it on up there. It's wow. just a uh, it's a wonderful, it's socially interactive, and there's no censorship. It's great. No censorship? Unbelievable. <laughs> I know. I, I know. can't believe it. Sign me up. Facebook. So where where can we go and find this? Where on the internet? Theloftestparty.com. Okay. All, all over the globe. Yeah. Everything's very matchy matchy. Uh <laughs> the theloftestparty.com on the internet. You got on Twitter, it's the Loftus Party, Instagram, the Loftus Party, Facebook, the Loftus Party. I think you'll see a pattern. A pattern will quickly develop. Uh, I hear a pattern right now. The Loftus party. If you want to party, party with the Loftus. It's the Loftus party. Yeah. <laughs> so like if you, if you get, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, like if you have a, a great club, like I was uh, on the road uh, doing these the shows in Tacoma. You know, uh -huh. I'm like, hey, what's what's a great club in Tacoma? Somebody can go, oh, go to this place. Then, boom, I'll just put it on the website. Hey, if you're ever in this town, make sure you hit this club. Uh, <laughs> and I want to partner up. I want to I prom promote small businesses. I want to pr right. promote entrepreneurs and capitalism. Right. Things that work. Capitalism, saving more lives since any other ism since it was started. <laughs> well, it sounds really good. So we're coming up on our cutoff time. Uh, Michael, we're, in addition to the Loftus Party, I know, like I said, when we started off, you and your guys are going to be on the road. Where's your next act? Where can they catch you? They can go uh, to Orlando. They can mm -hmm. see us in Orlando in July, early July. I think it's July 10th. Tampa is July 11th. They should go to the, the loftestparty.com that has the dates and, and links to tickets. But it's the MAGA Country Comedy Tour. Yes, MAGA. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, if, if, if they're going to start making making fun of you know maga and all this stuff then i'll just call the comedy tour the maga country comedy tour like if you oh if God, they you push i'm pushing back <laughs> <laughs> they would can you imagine they would go nuts like i want split. that i, I mean, want all, that the, the funniest thing i heard already they're saying this mega hat it triggers whenever i see it i'm like trigger what like are you insane it's a freaking hat come on so if you yeah. call the tour the mega tour can you imagine Get the paramedics out there right now. <laughs> I know. I want people I want people to be so shook up by seeing the headline MAGA Country Comedy Tour that their heart goes faster, they have a sweat, they can skip the day at the gym because they just had a great cardio workout. Hey, that's the I, I like that. Folks, you can skip a day at the gym. Come on, you gotta see the show. Look, Michael, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Really enjoyed it. And again, uh, give your handler again, your Twitter handler. That is the Loftus Party. Yes, and the theloftusparty.com. All right, Michael, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to Right Now by Right New Network. Visit our website at night. I'm sorry, newrightnetwork.com and follow us on Twitter, the same thing. Thank you, folks. I'm Rob Harper, and see you next time. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com. <laughs> <laughs>